The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org.
Good evening. I now call to order the June 9th, 2022 historic Ann Arbor Historic District Commission meeting. The meeting is being held in person and electronically via Zoom. Members of the public who would like to comment on hearings or other matters may do so via telephone only. To speak during any of the public comment opportunities, please call 888-788-0099 and enter meeting ID pound 978-6401-4515. This information is also available on the published agenda and the public notices section of the city website and on the broadcast of this meeting on CTN channel 16, AT&T channel 99, and online at www.a2gov.org forward slash watch CTN. Ms. Thatcher, will you please call roll? Commissioner Quijano. Here. Commissioner Fortner. Here. Commissioner White. Here. Commissioner Epperson. Here. Commissioner Willis. Here. Commissioner Rockland. Here. Commissioner Ross. All right, you have a quorum. Right. One, two. Item C, approval of agenda. Are there any additions, deletions, or changes to tonight's agenda? No. Hearing and seeing no objection, the agenda is approved as presented. On to item D, public comment. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes about an issue that is not listed as a public hearing on this agenda. To comment on such other preservation matters, please call 877-853-5247 and enter the meeting ID 978-6401-4515. City staff will select callers that have raised their hand one by one using the last three digits of your phone number. In order to electronically raise your hand to indicate your desire to speak, please press star nine on your phone. Do we have any callers for public comment? All right, caller 534, whenever you're ready. Good evening, this is Tom Stalbert calling from 1202 Trader Street in Lower Town in Ann Arbor. I'm not calling about a particular item, though I did, uh, I am paying attention to 224 South Bank, but that will be on the agenda later again. <coughs> I do want to compliment you all on your deliberations at the last meeting regarding that item, uh, and in general, and also compliment uh, our planner, staff planner, Jill Thatcher. Uh, this body does about the best job of any of the commissions or committees that uh, I pay attention to, um, which are a few, City Council, Planning Commission, Zoning Board of Appeals, Energy Commission, Environmental Commission. Um, yeah, I'm one of those people who watches a lot of these meetings and follows and speaks. Uh, and I really want to compliment you. There are criteria where you are supposed to uh, have your deliberations based on and your judgments of projects based on those criteria. Uh, and those are well laid out for you uh, by your staff and you do a really good job of 
emphasizing those and sticking to those criteria in the deliberations. And I think that's very important. Uh, I think the ZBA does a good job right now as well. Uh, they, they used to and then got off track and uh, they're back on track in my opinion. I think some of our other bodies are not doing a good job of that and that's uh, caused some pretty serious problems in my opinion. Uh, so I really want to just compliment you and say thank you for doing your job well. Have a good evening and I look forward to tonight's deliberations. Thank you, Mr. Stolberg. Do we have any other callers who would like to make public comment? No, that's it. Okay. I will now close the public comment portion of this meeting and move on to item E, unfinished business. We have one item for 2224 South Main. Ms. Thatcher is working on bringing up the report. Um, this is a returning item. Uh, I'm opening it here on the screen. And I'm going to let uh, the project architect run you through the changes that were made since it is a returning item. We talked about this a little bit today on the phone. And um, there were some modifications made, and he's going to uh, tell me where to where to drive here within his um, resubmission. Just as soon as I get it on full screen here. <coughs> okay, that looks good. Now, do we have David promoted into the meeting? Let's find out. There he is. You want to make that a little bigger for the. I can't make it bigger. Here. I'm afraid that's it. Can everyone hear me? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead, David. <clears throat> All right, uh, good evening, everyone. David Nims, uh, 100 North State Street, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, thanks for your time and consideration again on this project. Uh, I'll try to be brief in respect to the considerations already provided by this committee through our previous sessions. Uh, the intent of the proposal has been virtually the same since the beginning. Uh, the construction of two floors above the current one-story building, recreating the mass that historically existed on the site since it was first developed in 1854. Uh, above that, a new fourth level would be added, recessed a full structural bay from the Main Street and Liberty Street facades. The proposal has also sought to bring the site and structure into compliance with city guidelines, ordinances, objectives of the master plan, and sustainability goals laid out in the A20 plan. Uh, this project has seen various treatments to these floors through our sessions, but the, the underlying intent has been the same, growing only to involve the restoration of the art modern facade uh, applied on top of the original building walls when Cunningham Drugs renovated in 1942. Uh, to quickly highlight the alterations since our last meeting, um, if Jill wants to jump to maybe page 19, mm -hmm. I think we'll come back to these renderings. Um, 
I tried to order these as logically as I thought. Uh, the proposed modifications to the 224 South Main storefront have been removed from the project. Uh, you can see here with the red dashed line, uh, the entry for where the elevator service would be for the upper stories has been moved to be serviced from a lobby uh, based on the new storefront on Liberty that is, that storefront still consistent with the previous proposal, but that allows the, the existing storefront on 224 South Main, that uh, 17 foot deep storefront to remain untouched and also remain as a commercial entry as it historically was previously. Um, okay, I just touched on two items. Uh, the upper floor volumes, uh, I think maybe jumping to page 14 uh, would, would do this best. Uh, to start, uh, we have decreased the floor, uh, the floor to floor height, or the overall height of the building by about two feet, eight inches. We're gonna have to do some things mechanically to make that work, but we think we can pull it off. Um, and this is about kind of aligning the building with the historic scale of the district. So you can see where we're, you know, picking up uh, the, the visual lines from windows from the from the surrounding building in this slide. Uh, if you jump to slides 23 and 24, maybe specifically 24, uh, we can talk about the upper cornice detailing. That has been uh, altered, so that is set back further from, uh, sorry, 23. Uh, you can see, so we have the same setbacks uh, at the upper wall facade where, the, uh, where it meets the lower level, yep, where Jill's cursor is. And then directly above that is a detail showing how the cornice will sit, um, or the, the, I shouldn't say cornice, but uh, the top pediment of the wall will sit another 11 inches back. Uh, so we're getting about almost two and a half feet uh, back from the, from the actual facade where the metal cladding is gonna go uh, on those elevations. And, and that specifically is about uh, aligning some of the detailing with the mass of the, lower, of the lower volume. So if you jump to page, if you jump to the next page, 24, uh, there's two dimensions called off over here. There's the, the first floor, which while it's a one-story building, it's a very tall one-story building. Uh, so we have 22 feet, four inches at its highest point uh, to its cornice as it exists today from grade level. And with the detailing we're proposing in this, ver in this modification, we'd be at 21 feet, eight inches to the top of where that cornice happens. And then uh, an additional 11 inch recess uh, to the wall defining the roof volume and the structure up above that to try to bring this more into alignment with the scale uh, of the one story below it. Uh, if we want to jump back to page 13. Uh, we have modified the corner. Uh, there was some commentary at the last meeting of the, the, the kind of too much glass at the corner. So we, we fold and uh, pillars around and reduce that amount of glazing, uh, which we thought helped uh, lend itself to a more rhythmic cadence of the upper stories that uh, took away less visual uh, interest from, from the first floor. Um, in the same image, in any of the renderings, we can see that we've revised the upper floor cladding color, and that is to better align the volume on the upper level with the brick tones of the surrounding buildings. Uh, and then maybe jump one picture ahead, I think. Uh, maybe two. We can see there's a, there's a black reveal, and this was outlined. We had this reveal last time, um, 
but we did not highlight it. It's a different color. It was the same color as what is now the copperish tone panels uh, up above. So there is a more distinguished reveal between what is the historic one-story portion of the building and the new addition. So those are really the major changes uh, from, from the previous submission. I wanted to take, if I, if I can have five minutes to, to run through uh, some discussion um, on Preservation Pre-14. I know we spent some time talking about that specifically as it related to one-story buildings uh, and rooftop additions. Um, the, brief, the brief states, and I don't want to read through a whole bunch of stuff, so I just kind of have a few uh, excerpts and, and examples I want to cite. It states that every historic building is different, and each rehabilitation project is unique. And therefore, the guidance offered here is not specific, but general, so that it can be applied to a wide variety of building types and situations. To assist, and to assist in interpreting this guidance, illustrations were provided of new additions. Um, one such addition in the brief was figure 19. I'm sure all of you people have reviewed it, uh, so I don't want to beleaguer it, but uh, that figure is referencing, I think, a roughly eight-story department store um, that had two floors added to it during a rehabilitation phase. And those two stories were deemed to not be uh, consistent and not meet the standards. But specifically, they were deemed to not meet the standards because it gave the building an appearance it never had historically. Um, but this building, these walls, the foundations that we're building this on, are three-story building historically. Uh, previous to the 1942 uh, renovation by Cunningham's, it was a three-story building. Um, so we don't think that we are misaligning anything about the overarching district uh, through this development. Uh, the brief uh, specifically talks uh, to relating to densely built environments and states that despite the fact that in most cases it is recommended that the new addition be attached to a secondary elevation, sometimes it is not possible. In other instances, particularly in urban areas, which we are, there may be no other place but adjacent to the primary facade to locate an addition needed for the new use. The height and setback from the street should generally be consistent with those of the historic building and other surrounding buildings in the district. Thus, in most urban commercial areas, this addition should not be set back from the facade of the historic building. A tight urban setting may sometimes even accommodate a larger addition if the primary elevation is designed to give the appearance of several buildings by breaking up the facade into the elements that are consistent with the scale of the historic building and the adjacent buildings. We're really striving to do this with some of these detail changes. Um, and that, in particular, is aligned with comments we received from the HDC. Uh, so you see here in this elevation the three facades broken up. Uh, that was something I think uh, specifically was cited in our early deliberations and our working sessions. Uh, lastly, the brief states that in addition needs to be designed to be compatible with the historic character of the building and thus meet the standards for rehabilitation, particularly standards 9 and 10. Standard number 9, the new additions, exterior alterations, or related new construction shall not destroy historic materials that characterize the property. We are not doing that. Uh, the new work shall be differentiated from old and shall be compatible with the massing size and scale and architectural features to protect the historic integrity of the property and its environment. The new additions and number item number 10, the new additions and adjacent or related new construction shall undertake in such a manner that if removed in the future, the essential form and integrity of the historic property and its environment would be unimpaired. We are still, we have lowered the building uh, 
previously the second floor we were proposing was over the existing roof of what exists today the second floor will still be over the existing second floor of the historic building so while the roof will need to be removed to accommodate this addition the the second floor that really defines the interior space will should be allowed to be maintained we strongly feel that we're aligned with both of these goals met in the standards of rehabilitation and we may be not are meeting the letter of every intent we feel the proposal is aligned with the goals of the HDC and preserving and even enhancing the historic character of the building specifically through the facade renovation and restoration that is proposed on the one story and the proposal further builds on that enhancement by aligning the site with the city's goals for development and sustainability thank you miss thatcher do you have anything further to add um i don't but i'm happy to answer any questions you might have okay was there a review committee for this okay they didn't stop there no okay no um commissioners do you have any questions for the applicant commissioner Rockley. i have one question for the applicant if you could um david explain again what is the piece that it, you're calling it a hyphen it it you know what i'm talking about right it's like it looks like a black yep. line on the on the yep. renderings what exactly is that on the building so the goal there, what we think we can do is have a steel channel uh, inserted that'll provide some support for the wall up above. So we're gonna overlap uh, where the, the backup structure is and, and where the outside face of the building is. So we can create a shadow reveal. Uh, previously, we had relied on shadow to do that. Uh, I don't know that it was conveyed well. So uh, here, it's, it literally is a black line. I believe it's page. Um, 23 that has a blow-up detail um, if you zoom in we're uh, at the bottom edge move down yep right there where it says four and three and nine and a half over to the left where the dimensions were I think there's a blow-up section yep. yep in the lower left corner yeah right there okay Yep, so you see the little profile. You see the existing top of the parapet, and on the profile, uh, there'll be a steel channel inserted. And we still have to refine you know, exactly how that sits. Uh, we might be able to move it back further. That would be the goal, uh, to create that shadow reveal edge and let the, the, the wall up above you know, sit out closer to the street, but, but also have more of a gap right where it meets the building. So to create as much of a hyphen as we could, as kind of per the directive of the uh, of the brief. Thank you. Any other questions for the applicant? Okay, I will now open the public hearing portion for this item. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes about the application at 224 South Main. Uh, public comment may be made by calling 877-853-5247 and entering meeting ID 978-6401-4515. In order to electronically raise your hand after dialing into the meeting, please press star 9 on your phone. 
I don't see any callers for this public hearing. Okay. I will now close the public hearing portion for this item. Um, is there a commissioner that would like to make a motion on this application? Commissioner Rockland, please. Thank you. This is just from the staff report from the last one, right? I think there's, you have the three page report. With um, the re something that says E1 on the front. So yeah, E1 cool. with June that's 9th is the date. Yeah. That's it. I see. Microphone on. I move that the Historic District Commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 224 and 226 South Main Street, a contributing property in the Main Street Historic District, to construct three additional floors to the building, install replica metal cladding on the first floor, and install a new storefront at the west end of the building on the south elevation. As proposed, the work is compatible in exterior design, arrangement, texture, material, and relationship to the surrounding resources and meets the Ann Arbor Historic District design guidelines for all additions and for additions to commercial structures. And the Secretary of the Interior Standards for Rehabilitation and Guidelines for Rehabilitating Historic Buildings, in particular standards 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 9, and 10, and the guidelines for additions, windows, and district neighborhood settings. Second. Moved by Commissioner Rockland, seconded by Commissioner White. Is there a discussion on the motion? It is, it's, where do we start? Um. There is no discussion. Yes, there is discussion, right? Yes. Is there a discussion? Sure. Any? But do you want to discuss first? I, um, I think first I, I appreciate the um, constant efforts to, you know, move closer to the HDC guidelines. Um, I appreciate the additional information in the preservation brief that was that um, Mr. Nim stated regarding, um, you know, downtown developments. It is there are unique conditions and guidelines. Um, I just kind of wanted to maybe run through as a commission some of the, you know, the specific guidelines that we're looking at to, you know, really deliberate this, I think, efficiently. Um, so I was trying to pull up those guidelines. So that, that's kind of where I stand right now. So if anybody else has anything right away they'd like to add, please do so. Otherwise, I'll look for those. <laughs> Sure, I, I can add something while yeah. you. Uh... Sure. Okay, so um, I, I guess just just right off the bat as well, uh, I'd like to to say what I think is improved that I see, and I would say that um, all of the changes that were made to the his, the historic part of the project, um, I think, are positive. Um, at least the ones that I'm seeing that in particular that the way that the 
um, they're proposing to preserve the the historic uh, storefront on Main Street. Um, that seems uh, really positive, as well as uh, allowing that to be, you know, a, a functional commercial space, um, and then having the occupants uh, enter on Liberty. I think that that's a really good change. Um, let's see. So um, I, I think the changes that were made uh, to the addition um, while I, I think that they are clearly a, a result of, of listening to the, to, um, to the commission here, um, I think that there were other comments um, uh, weren't, weren't heard so well. Um, it, but, you know, the, the changes, uh, I guess the, the changes are moving in, in a direction, but I, I think that the issue is like um, they're being made to uh, a, a proposal that is, um, I don't know, it's like we're looking at like the, a photo finish uh, on a sprint, but there was a false start anyway or something. So we're, we're arguing about the photo finish, but the, the, you know, it, the race never really got off the blocks or something like that, if that's a decent metaphor. But, um, so it, it's hard to comment on, on the, the, the details of it, but I guess what I see, what I see here kind of big picture is that um, we're kind of stuck between two proposals. And um, so we've had this, all this history here on this corner, and there is, there is a, a, a part of history where there was a three-story building here, and that mass of three stories has some historic precedent there. And then we have a, a point in time where it's one story, and that's what we have here today. And so when, you, when we say, when the applicant says that the one story portion is the historic portion, and, and they are restoring a one story building, and then adding an addition to it, it's, that's the project. It's not, you know, it, it's not a three-story building that's being brought back or something. We've got a, either a one-story, either the applicant could have said, we're, we're restoring the three-story building or we're restoring the one-story building. Whichever route the applicant chose, they would have to then follow the standards all the way in either situation. But I feel like this proposal kind of meshes the two ideas together um, into something that when you have a close reading of the standards, it's, um, it's having a hard time meeting all of them. It does a really good job meeting some of them. Um, and so that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I, I guess like the, the, the big ones that it's not hitting for me are um, the, there's a 254 floor area increase. Um, the fact that it's, uh, an addition to, uh, and that the fact that it's a rooftop addition puts it in this really specific category where, um, where then it's not hitting several items uh, that staff uh, 
stipulated there if you want to see them all, but um, it, it's not hitting several of the, the, the rooftop addition um, standards. And, and, and we're not really uh, picking and choosing which standards. The, 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 really, it's, you know, we have to meet all the standards. Um, so I guess in summary, I feel like this project is sort of mashing two different ideas into one idea, and so it's not meeting either criteria. Thank you, Commissioner Rockland. I think that was actually a pretty, that helped clarify, I think, some of my thinking on the, the meshing of a restoration of one and an addition on top of that. And I think I agree that there are, I think I just closed my document that I had open, a number of um, guidelines that are being met. Like I think that the materials are compatible. The new is distinguished from the old. Um, But the ones that you outlined, that the, the roof, that the floor area is far greater than the actual, you know, contributing structure footprint. Um, it is a rooftop addition, which is really just a full-on two and a half story addition. Um, we're in the realm of like things. It seems like half of the guidelines are being met, and half of them are not. So it's it's a I think it's a tricky situation and that it's not, or to, there's a number of them that, there's almost too many that aren't, aren't met, that it, it goes beyond, you know, I, I think a level of, that it, yeah, it, it comfortably meets all of the guidelines. Um, you know, any other comments from commissioners? Well, I'd agree that Commissioner Rockland's <laughs> um, statements sort of meshed for me what was making me uncomfortable about the design is this restoration of one historic era and then the addition that references the other one. And, you know. Any other comments? Go ahead, Commissioner. Uh, not, not to, uh, you know, beat down on this too much, but uh, I did find some language in the preser preservation brief that I thought was relevant to this recent comment and the, I think what we're all, we've all been struggling with here, debating about. Um, so there's a section t talking about preserving historic character. Um, so I'll try to get through this a little quickly here. The goal, of course, is a new addition that preserves the building's historic character. The historic character of each building may be different, but the methodology of establishing it remains the same. Knowing the uses and functions of a building um, has served over time will assist in making what is essentially a physical evaluation. But while written and pictorial documentation can provide a framework for establishing the building's history, to a large extent, the historic character is embodied in the physical aspects of the historic building itself. Shape, material, feature, uh, what, what's existing. Uh, thus, it is important to identify the historic character before making decisions about the extent or limitations of change that can be made. A new addition should always be subordinate to the historic building. It should not compete in size, scale, or design with the historic building. 
an addition that bears no relationship to the proportions and massing of the historic building, in other words, one that overpowers the historic form and changes the scale, will usually compromise the historic character as well. The, uh, the appropriate size for a new addition varies from building to building. It could never be stated in a square or cubic footage ratio, but the historic building's existing proportions, site, and setting can help set some general parameters for enlargement. So I, thought I think that's very helpful. That was helpful for me, at least, hopefully for... Some of the things are, on this corner, there's uh, all three-story buildings. And they came to uh, three work sessions, and they came to uh, the commission. And a lot of the things that we're discussing was never discussed in our work sessions. And, you know, we're complaining about each one of those work sessions, we did have a three-story building. And, uh, and on that corner, the rest of the stories were uh, three stories. Also, down the block, Emden was there. We put up a new building, which is three stories, in the middle of the block. That's a new building, though. And across the street, uh, we also added stories to a building. Uh, I'm at the point where they came to us in good faith. And I, and our, our problem is we have good faith as well. But uh, the decision is all or zero. Uh, I don't think that's the answer for this situation. Because they tried, and they tried quite, quite a bit to try to iron out all these items. And they showed us three. This is our fourth design of this building. And uh, we've talked about it. But it seems like we keep moving this goalpost. And I mean, we've had work sessions before, and they were able to solve these problems. And I'm not sure why. This one has become so difficult. And I, I look at uh, Running Fit. Running Fit was there. We, we, we approved a three-story building there on the corner of Liberty and Fourth. Down in the middle of uh, that block was the old Montgomery Ward. And we approved that building. And then all of a sudden, we come here. I mean, I've, I've been on this board a long time. I haven't seen so much difficulty that we have. And usually we come to the work session, at least one or two work sessions, and we solve the problem. But we've been doing this, and even if we take this back, and they come back again, I, I don't see how we're going to solve that problem. And we're going from to zero on this building. I mean, we're not, if we don't approve it, it's zero. We don't build anything. And you had one work section, two work sessions, three work sessions, and in front of the commission. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You know, we're, they ask us what what should we do to make this this uh, building be approved, and we're still at zero. 
probably need to take it to a higher authority, city council. <laughs> I think we can't do it here. It doesn't sound like it. That's all I have to say. Any other comments or discussion? All those, are we ready to vote? Oh, sorry, Ben. We we held the public hearing. Would you like to reopen it? Yes. Can, yes. Yeah. Yes. Come on up. Come on up to the podium, please. If you. <laughs> sorry, you were we sitting way in the back. And public comment. If you can just state your name for the record, please. Sure thing. Uh, hello, everyone. How are you doing? My name is Benjamin Curtis. I thought I'd come introduce myself this evening as one of the family members who's supporting this project. This is my face. How you doing? Um, I was thinking about giving a quick bio about our whole family in Ann Arbor for the last hundred years, but I decided, you know, we'll, we'll jump past some of that. Um, my first job in Ann Arbor was at Abbott Elementary School with hot mop and silver coat on these roofs of this building. So this building has been a part of my life for a long time. Uh, my family's done a lot, I think, to support and help and better Ann Arbor. Um, my grandfather had the Chicken on the Rough uh, restaurant on Main Street. It's where Jim Brady's is right now. Uh, after World War II, we came here, started up a restaurant like so many Greek Americans. And uh, they lived right above, on the, actually on the second floor, uh, on that one apartment is where my father grew up with his parents and their grandparents moved there too. So three generations of Greeks in one apartment on Main Street. And they ran the chicken in the rough for a long time. My grandfather saved up a little bit of money, and he bought what he named the Curtis Building, which is now where the uh, real seafood is. And everyone told him he was crazy. He was wasting all his money. And the good days of Main Street were over, and Main Street's garbage. But he used to say one thing. He used to say, as long as the University of Michigan is relevant, Main Street Ann Arbor will be relevant. And we, we've worked really hard to continue to make Main Street better. Um, I think that this is a project that's long overdue. For us and our family, uh, it's the wall that you can see there now from 220 used to be an interior wall from this building. So it's just simply been an interior wall. If we're it's, my, it's our own property, so I guess I feel okay to speak critically about it, but to us, it's an eyesore. I think to a lot of people in Ann Arbor, it's been an eyesore. Since I've been in high school, people used to ask me, why don't you guys build something on that building? We're like, ah, it's not the time, it's not right, the Parthenon's there, we don't want to shut them down. But it's always been a beautiful, beautiful corner. And I don't know who said it first, but I guess I was like they said, in our family is like a Ann Arbor, Main Street and Liberty is like a Ann Arbor's beautiful smile with a missing tooth on the northwest corner. <laughs> That's okay. It's just how it's been for a long time. But I think a lot of David's points are valid of where the mass used to be. That was part of the Ann Arbor master plan. Um, I think this project improves downtown Ann Arbor. I would not support it if I felt that it detracted from anything about Ann Arbor. I think this would complete this beautiful corner. 
I very much like the building, the first floor building that's there. It's been a part of my life, so I'm biased for it. I'm, I think this corner is the best corner in Michigan. And we don't have a lot of properties. We have a couple of nice properties. But we do our best to make them as best as we can. I've been shoveling snow since I was a little kid. I don't know how many hundreds of tons of snow. I've moved out of Ann Arbor, and then we'd go do our neighbors next door. About 10 years ago, my family was instrumental in creating the biz, the Downtown Business Improvement Zone. And now we have uh, the Heritage Group who shovels and cleans all our sidewalks and these sorts of things. So along the way, each generation, we've been trying to, to better Ann Arbor as we go. I think this is a great project. I think it makes sense for where it's being built. It's already built, being built on a foundation, so it's something we don't have to do. In building any construction, it's a, a huge resource, and I want to make a carbon neutral building with this building. So this has been a big focus for me. If we can make even, even these concretes or the bricks, we're going to make out of eco-friendly materials. So from the very beginning of constructing this to how the building operates and maintains, I want to have a carbon neutral building. We don't have a lot of money to go buy other buildings, and, or, or we have a, a financer who's motivated in proving to the world as well. We think there's a focal corner that can get some attention that you can build with sustainable materials and have a sustainable operation make a net to make a carbon neutral building. And if we can do this and show other people, it can change how certain contractors, construction, and builders view things. Right now, builders who have been in business 30 years, they've been doing the same thing for the, their whole career. The way they were taught, the way they were built, they have the same crews, they do the same jobs. And you have to, it's hard to, go to some builder and say, here's a bunch of new materials. They want you to completely learn. You install them differently, so you're going to have to have different crews come in. It's hard for them to change the script on how to build a building. And we want to, we want to prove that you can do this and maybe even be profitable at the end. Because in the end, this has to be profitable for us. We, we can't mess this up, otherwise we will lose our building and lose our business. This is not something, oh, it's an idea, it's a project, and if it doesn't go, then no big deal. Um, we, we have to make this work. And, and the only way to make this work, too, and it, with our future, and if Ann Arbor really wants to step up and uh, actually build the way that they're talking about, uh, about having new builders come in here and be sustainable buildings and carbon net zero, they got to walk the, 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 the walk. Right now you got Toll Brothers having a, a place in the, in the marshlands. It's totally unacceptable to me. I'm vehemently against that project, whatever, it's going on. They're big businesses. We are a very small company. Ben, you're about, your we, time's almost up, so if you could wrap it up. We have great. three employees. <laughs> They're all family members. I think if there's any, ever a place to build and have some more residents downtown that makes sense, it's this location. And we're going to make it look nicer. I want to do something beautiful. I really wanted to do the living green building. I was working a lot to do that. I understand that got shot down cold, but um, we are, we're here to do whatever we can to make our generation of Ann Arbor just a little bit better 
than it was before, and we hope that we can build something for a long time. So this property we've really wanted to build on for a while. It's just never been the right time. So I'm asking you that you let us build this structure. And if you have any questions for me, I was outside of the building on Monday for, I guess, anyone to show up to talk about the building. Um, so, I mean, if there's other times or places where anyone wants to get together and talk about some of these things, if there's some of the differences that you're discussing that you want to make right, but I'd like to say one last thing, which is, Commissioner David, I, I understand you're talking about meshing two different things, but that was for your benefit. This is just an addition. This is a two-story addition, and for gravy on top of it, we're putting back all this stuff on the first floor, redoing the 1950s storefront on 10 West Liberty. And even if you see in this new drawing here, I had our architect, David, I wanted him to put the cornice back on 220. I don't know if you noticed that in this rendition. It's not so much part of this application. It's just to show you, hey, we put that cornice there in the very, the first one, and you guys seem to like it. And then we say you couldn't do the cornice, we took it all down. But I'd like to put the idea of the cornice back on 220, so you can see how this building might look with 220's cornice, just for a little bit extra gravy to say, hey, we can put that back there as well. We can put some great stuff on the first floor as well to enhance this project and make some people feel better about it if they're not so sure about this project. But everyone I talk to seems pretty excited about it. The comments online have been positive and for building, and um, I hope you guys can uh, see it that way as well. If you have any questions for me, I'm always available to you. Thank you, Ben. Thank you all. Commissioners, any questions? Any? I mean, are we having more commentary after that? Or we yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to. Um, I'm just curious. Yes, any, any discussion? I mean. Go ahead. Um, OK. So I, I think uh, Commissioner White said, said some nice words earlier. And you know, he's really, uh, I think, empathizing with the applicant here. And, um, and then we, we just heard some nice words from Mr. Curtis as well. And so, um, you know, it, it, um, it's nice to empathize with the applicant, and I do. But then also, um, you know, I've sworn an oath with the city to uphold the historic district standards. So, you know, we're weighing all of those things up here. Um, and, and I think adding to the mix is some conflicting advice that was given during the um, working sessions. Um, and so that's maybe adding some confusion to this application. But I, I think that for me, I need to put aside what was said at, the, um, at those working sessions and just respond to what's being proposed in this application. That's what um, my role is here as a commissioner. So if I, maybe I'll just speak for myself. If hypothetically I made a mistake and said something during a working session, I don't think I should make another mistake now um, and do something that I think um, would like be against um, what I believe is the right thing to do right now. 
So um, that's one thing. Um, so then another thing is I don't see uh, I don't see the net zero or uh, net zero energy or, or net zero carbon building in the proposal. I, I just don't see it. It, it hasn't been talked about until right now. I think that's really interesting. And I think that would add to the proposal for sure. It, it, the standards are sort of in, indifferent to it. Um, you know, it doesn't say one way or another, but I think that, um, you know, that would be a positive, but I don't see it in the proposal. So I can't really respond to it in this instance. Um, I guess I will just say is that what's being proposed is the restoration of a one-story building and then a rooftop addition to a restored one-story building. And so that's what I'm responding to here. Um, that's the application that was proposed by the applicant. And so um, I feel like w with everything that I've heard and seen at this moment, the two-story rooftop addition is out of scale with the one-story historic structure. The, the, so the, therefore, what I'm saying is if we add a two-story rooftop addition to this historic structure, it will ruin the historic character. And we've failed as a, a commission to retain and preserve the historic character of our buildings. So, we're not saying that we don't like the building or something like that. You know, like if, if it's not a historic district, we're not here and we all like your building and it's built. But this is a historic district. You've made this particular application and what I see, no matter what I might have said or what any of us have said at any other time, um, that's what I see right now. So that's, that's where I stand. Thank you. Yeah. Any other comments from commissioners? I think that was well stated. The, the, the guidelines are really the, as Commissioner Rockland stated, what we are here to review. The, the, the specific application to the specific guidelines that are applied. So I think that's what for me personally, that's what I, I'm reviewing whenever I'm looking at the application. Are we ready for a vote? All of those in favor of the motion, please say yes. Yes. All of those opposed, please say no. 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 Your motion does not carry. Um, it has been denied. So. I appreciate you coming forward. Thank you for all the hard work and time that you've put into this. Oh, uh, yes, I appreciate your time as well, too. I really look forward to bringing something to you next month that you can't say no to. And <laughs> I would like to meet with some or all of you uh, at some point in the next couple of weeks, maybe before. I know there's a, like a, a meeting on Monday, but that's too soon to make any changes before Thursday. There's a time when any of you would like to meet in this next week with me that we can maybe go over a couple of details or other things so I can have some time to make some 
final changes to give you a proposal that I have in my mind that's going to be our last. This is 10 grand every time we come to you. So I've got one more shot to do this. And I would like your input. Rather, it doesn't help with me to stay on the building looking at it by myself. So maybe if there's a time that I can contact Jill and maybe have some times available with it. If anyone would like to meet me out in the street, I would greatly appreciate the time. I'll meet with you. Thank you, sir. And on a personal note, uh, commercial uh, way, I just have to say it was uh, absolutely in, in, inspirational to meet your daughter. I thought she was just one of the most incredible women I've ever met. Law school, Princeton, now she's a general in the military. And as a military member, I, I, I find that uh, very inspirational. And you must be very proud. So. I am very so, proud. Ben, I'll be in touch Thank with you. you, okay? Thank you. All right, we're now moving, moving on to item F, hearings. Um, item F1 is 206 East Huron. Ms. Thatcher, will you please give the staff report? Sure. Let me get the slideshow going here. Okay. Six East Huron Street uh, is in the Main Street Historic District. It's on the south side of East Huron. Sorry, advance my slides. Here we go. Uh, it is the Klein Schmidt building um, right across the street from City Hall. Um, this was constructed in 1904. Let's see, no, it wasn't. Uh, 206 East Huron was constructed in 1931 for the Ann Arbor Tribune. Uh, it's an art modern style with steel casement windows, tapestry, brick, stone trim, and bronze work. It was the home of Kleinschmidt Insurance for many years. And um, this is a proposal to add a sign to the front facade. Uh, the sign is pretty straightforward. It is uh, 36 inches in diameter. It's a double-sided blade sign, and it projects approximately three and a half feet uh, from the face of the building using uh, our mounts on a steel plate. It is, um, it, it does exceed the size, the maximum size for a pedestrian scale sign. Uh, it's not really intended to be that though because this is the only signage on the building and um, as such uh, staff does think that it's okay. It's 7.1 square feet. Um, thinks that it is appropriate because this is mostly a motor vehicle corridor. It does get some pedestrians, but there is not another uh, pedestrian scale sign on this block. We've got the embassy blade sign down at the end of the block. Um, but the location is appropriate. It's, it's alongside this bank of windows, aligns nicely with this trim uh, on the storefront next door. Um, the, the method of mounting um, is, I think that they signified that they would do it through mortar joints. Yep, aligned to the mortar joints. Um, and it is not illuminated. So I think that everything is, is, is right about this sign for this building, the size, the style, um, how they're attaching it, and everything else. So staff does uh, recommend approval from the Secretary of Interior Standards, which I should go through. Number two says that the historic character of a property will be retained and preserved. The removal of distinctive materials or alteration of features, spaces, and spatial relationships that characterize a property will be avoided. 
Number nine says new additions, exterior alterations, or related new construction shall not destroy historic materials that characterize the property. The new work shall be differentiated from the old and shall be compatible with the massing size, scale, and architectural features to protect the historic integrity of the property and its environment. And number 10 says new additions and adjacent or related new construction will be undertaken in such a manner that if removed in the future, the essential form and integrity of the historic property will be unimpaired. From the, the Secretary of Interior's guidelines for storefronts, it's not recommended to use inappropriately scaled signs and logos or other types of signs that obscure, damage, or destroy remaining character-defining features. From the Ann Arbor Historic District Design Guidelines, it's appropriate to install signage that's compatible in size, style, materials, and appearance to the historic resource and district, and to install signage that is subordinate to the overall building composition. So staff does recommend approval of the application. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Thatcher. Uh, Commissioners Willis and Kihano were on the review committee. Please give us your report. Um, I think that the uh, placement and the size of the sign will be really essential for a successful operation of that business. Um, it gives great visibility to the location from the street as well as for pedestrian traffic. Thank you. I, I agree with Commissioner Willis's comments and staff report um, and also furthering her comments that you'll see in this, the street elevation that there's a single door to the right-hand side of uh, the kind of modern storefront glass that I believe is part of this business, but the door is not for that business. The entrance to, for this business is centered on that historic uh, facade. So it, again, further clarifying where customers are supposed to go and improve uh, the business functioning. So thank you. Would the applicant please unmute your microphone, turn on your video if possible, and provide your name and address for the record. You'll have up to five minutes to speak if you have anything you'd like to add to the staff report or review committee report. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, good evening, uh, board members, and uh, appreciate the time. Um, yeah, the uh, sign is pretty much, you know, simple and has some taste in class and some uh, you know, some architectural features, which is nice. And, uh, you know, it's pretty much uh, simple and straightforward that does the, uh, the job it needs to do for uh, identifying and, and, and helping out the business. Thank you. Commissioners, do you have any questions for the applicant? Okay, I will now like to open the public hearing for this item. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes about the application at 206 East Huron. Uh, public comment may be made by calling 877-853-5247 and entering meeting ID pound 978-6401-4515. Do we have any callers indicating for public comment? Okay. I will close the public hearing portion. Um, is there a commissioner that would like to make a motion on the application? Commissioner Kihana. I move that the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 206 East Huron Street, a contributing property in the Main Street Historic District, to install a new 36-inch diameter blade sign mounted in mortar joints as proposed. The work is compatible in exterior design, arrangement, texture, material, and relationship to the rest of the building 
in the surrounding area and meets the Ann Arbor Historic District design guidelines for signs and the Secretary of the Interior's standards for rehabilitation and guidelines for rehabilitating historic buildings, in particular standards 2, 9, and 10, and the guidelines for storefronts. Second. Moved by Commissioner Quijano, seconded by Commissioner White. Is there a discussion on the motion? Commissioner Rockland? Uh, question for staff. Just remind me, there's a lot of text on the windows. Do those count as signage or those do not count as signage? To be honest, I don't know since we changed the sign code. Okay. Um, from the HTC's perspective, um, I kind of feel like anything that's vinyl or painted on letters on glass is acceptable because that's the best way for signs to go on historic buildings. Um, if, it's a, if it's a large uh, decal or something that's going to obscure a, a half of the window, that's different. That's definitely a sign. But if it, yeah, if, if it has just writing in words, um, I, I generally don't think that that requires a certificate of appropriateness. Thank you for that clarification. Any other comments or questions? I think this is a very straightforward application, and I agree with staff's report. All of those in favor of the motion, please say yes. 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 Yeah. All those opposed, please say no. Right. The motion carries. Your application has been approved. Please note that you must apply for any required permits from the city before beginning your project. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll see you at F4. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so on to item F2, 4036 Third Street. All right, 436 Third Street. Where did this go? I'm sorry. Give me one second. Oh, this doesn't look nice. I'm sorry. Everything is going so slowly tonight. I do apologize. Ah, there it is. First one. All right. 436 Third Street is in the Old West Side Historic District. It's a Queen Anne that appears to have been used as a duplex as early as 1894. Sometime between 1899 and 1908, a one-story wing was added to the north side of the two-story house. Um, quite a bit of work went on five to seven years ago on this house. There was uh, uh, the, the carriage house in the back was converted to an ADU, um, and a lot of restoration work was done. Uh, this application is to um, actually remove some non-historic features of the building, like this staircase and this egress stair and the roof over the top of it. Um, this would normally be a staff approval, but there's one work item that requires uh, approval from the commission that I'll tell you about in a minute, so it sort of sent the whole thing here. But um, there's a doorway up top here. They would like to replace that with a window. Um, <coughs> actually, let me look at the plans. This is a little window that's clearly non-original um, that was shoehorned in here and they would like to remove the whole thing and just infill it with matching trim, um, which is entirely appropriate. 
Um, all right, and the, the, the last thing is to, um, oh, I'm sorry, that door opening will just be infilled. There's no window proposed there. It's just siding the way it was historically. The last item is this window on, on the side. If you look closely, you can see where a longer window, you can actually almost see it on here. Mm -hmm. There was a longer window in here, a little bit taller than its neighbor next door. Um, and they're proposing to remove this smaller window and restore the opening to this larger size and put in an egress window. Um, it would be a casement window with a false, false mullion across the middle. I'm sorry, false mutton across the window. This is, where'd my before photo go? All right, my before is missing. This is the after. This is the window made taller um, to its, uh, what's presumed to be its historic proportions, since that's um, the, the, the ghosting that we can see on the siding. The whole staircase is here on the back of the house that would be removed. And here's that little window uh, that's been infilled with siding. So this is all sort of no-brainer work. And um, it's just this, this, this window in a larger opening. Uh, even though it's the historic opening, it was, it's not the historic window design. So that's what um, sent this application to you guys. So staff does recommend approval. Um, yeah, that's about it. From the Secretary of Interior standards, I have not read standard one to you yet. Property will be used as it was historically or be given a new use that requires minimal change to its distinctive materials, feature spaces, and spatial relationships. I have read number two and number 10 to you. Um, so that's it for me. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Thatcher. Uh, Commissioner Willis and Quijano, would you please give us your review? Sure. Um, I, I generally agree with the staff report that was presented uh, and walking around this rear portion of the property. Um, you know, it's very clear these distinct elements that are non-original that uh, are being proposed to restore to more or less the uh, original condition. And um, none of these elements are visible from the public right of way. Um, it's a very deep site, actually. There's a lot going on <laughs> on that property. Um, but um, very well maintained, it looks like, as well. So. Commissioner Mills? Uh, I definitely agree. The uh, changes that are being asked to be made will improve the way that the property looks. Thank you. Uh, would the applicant please unmute your microphone, turn on your video if possible, and provide your name and address for the record. You're going to have to give him one minute to come in because my computer's very slow okay. about promoting him. Ryan, Ryan, I'm working on it. Okay, here he comes. All right, Ryan, you can unmute and turn on your camera if possible. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I, I, I am in a car. <laughs> good evening. But, I, but, I'm, not, but over, I'm not driving. That's good. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm actually just here to see if anybody has any questions for me on the architect who did the drawings for this project. And uh, yeah, ultimately, we're just trying to um, uh, take away one door that's no longer going to be used and the, the wood staircase. And uh, the, the one window that we are proposing to 
uh, grow and have uh, be a little bit taller. The primary reason for us to do that is we'd like to have a bedroom on the inside. So we'd like to lower the window sill on the inside so that it meets egress requirements. Okay. Uh, but that's it. Thank you. Commissioners, do you have any questions? Nope. Okay. I will open the public hearing portion for this item on at 436 3rd Street. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes about this application. Uh, do we have any callers that have indicated to speak? No. I don't have any callers. Okay. We'll close the public hearing portion. Um, is there a commissioner that would like to make a motion on this application? Commissioner Fortner. I move that the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 436 3rd Street a contributing property in the Old West Side Historic District to remove a rear fire escape stair and restore the opening to exterior wood-sided solid wall, to replace and enlarge a second floor rear window to its original opening size and create an egress compliant window, and remove a first floor rear window and restore the opening to exterior wood-sided solid wall as proposed. The work is compatible in exterior design, arrangement, texture, material, and relationship to the rest of the building and the surrounding area and meets the Secretary of the Interior standards for rehabilitation and guidelines for rehabilitating historic buildings, in particular standards 1, 2, 9, and 10, and the guidelines for windows and the Ann Arbor Historic District design guidelines for windows. Second. Moved by Commissioner Fortner, uh, seconded by Commissioner White. Is there any, any discussion on the motion? Commissioner Rockland? Yeah, I think I, it, it might be a question for Ryan more than a discussion at this point. But um, I was just thinking, um, Ryan, when you mentioned uh, the sill height and that the sill height is based on egress, um, I'm just wondering, are, are you going to do some investigating and some, some selective demo to understand exactly where the existing sill height is or are you proposing a specific sill height based on a i guess an interior um and if it is the interior and it's based on egress um it doesn't the code isn't the code something like 44 inches maximum or something so so why am i so just i guess if you could explain that a little more yeah can you okay just to make sure can you still hear me yes, yes. Okay, uh, um, the, yeah, so the egress is really just the motive behind the alteration. Um, all we need to do is get the window sill below 44 inches. Um, and yes, it is our intent to do some selective demo, pull away the plaster or drywall from the inside surface and confirm actually what that uh, original opening height was and then match it from there. But I'm, I'm pretty confident that the the historic window sill height is lower than 44 inches. Thank you for that explanation. Mm -hmm. Any additional comments or questions? All of those in favor of the motion, please say yes. 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 All of those opposed, please say no. The motion carries. Your application has been approved. Please note that you must apply for any required permits from the city before beginning your project. Thank you. On to item F3, 514 South 1st Street. Uh, Mr.
Ms. Thatcher, will you please give the staff report when you're ready? Sure. 514 South 1st is in the Old West Side Historic District. Um, this house was built in 1892 by Eckert Stein, and the Stein family lived in the house until 1911. Uh, it is, is a two-story gable fronter with a cut stone foundation and decorative shingles in the gables. And um, in 2016 and 2021, this board approved uh, quite a few work items to rebuild a missing front porch, add a small addition and deck, and uh, um, various site improvements. I think the last most recent one was for landscaping. Um, this proposal is to build a very small shed back here in the corner of the yard to the left of these trees. It's a deep lot, it's a full original size city lot. Um, you can see that proposed garden shed goes right here uh, in the back of the lawn area back by the fence, probably right about here. The shed itself is uh, eight inches wide by 86 inches in diameter, it's 100 inches high, it's, it's 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 adorable. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not supposed to say things like that, but it is. And um, uh, staff thinks that it will fit in just fine in, in this, this spacious backyard um, alongside a solid board fence. Um, from the Secretary of Interior standards, I've read to you all of them, I think, one, two, and 10, yes. From the guidelines for building site, it's recommended to retain the historic relationship between buildings, landscape features, and open space, and I don't think this compromises any of those. From the Ann Arbor Historic District Design Guidelines, it is not appropriate to introduce new construction out of the building site, which is visually incompatible, but I don't think that's a problem here. I think that this is completely compatible. So uh, staff does recommend approval of this application. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Thatcher. Uh, Commissioner Wills and Keanu, will you please give us your Review committee report. Anything to add? Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Not a bit. Commissioner Kennel. Uh, I guess all the only thing to add is that yeah, is it, I agree. It is a very spacious rear yard um, with you know multiple improvements that we've already reviewed and approved, um, and the the scale of this garden shed really would not, and its placement or is like. The prime placement for yeah. it so, would not detract from the open space. Okay, thank you. Uh, would the applicant please unmute your microphone and turn on your video feed if possible and provide your name and address for the record? Sure. Um, hi, I'm Meredith Petty. Uh, and my husband Gabriel Ehrlich, and we live at 514 South First Street. Um, and yeah, I think as you can see from Joel's first picture right now, when we bought the house, um, there was no existing garage and um, we elected not to apply at that point to try to build one, but we've realized we have no place to store our lawnmower and snow shovels, so they're just sitting on the side of our house and we'd like to get them off of our yard and have them tucked away and out of sight. So we're hoping to get a garden shed to do so. Great. Commissioners, do you have any questions for the applicant? Okay. I'd like to open the public hearing portion for this item. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes about the application at 514 South 1st Street. Um, do we have any callers indicating to speak? I don't show any callers. Okay, thank you. We'll close the public hearing portion. Is there a commissioner that would like to make a motion? Commissioner Rockland. 
I move that the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 514 South 1st Street, a contributing property in the Old West Side Historic District to install a 70-inch wide and 75-inch deep and 100-inch tall cedar shed at the left rear of the site as proposed. The work is compatible in design, placement, material, and relationship to the surrounding resources and meets the Ann Arbor Historic District design guidelines for residential accessory structures and the Secretary of the Interior standards for rehabilitation, in particular standards 1, 2, and 10, and the guidelines for building site. Second. Moved by Commissioner Rockland, seconded by Commissioner White. Is there any discussion on this motion? I think this is a very straightforward application. I think it's some additional, very nice improvements to improvements that have already been made throughout the, for this particular property. So. Um, we're all ready for a vote. All of those in favor, please say yes. 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 All of those opposed, please say no. The motion carries. Your application has been approved. Please note that you must apply for any required permits from the city before beginning work on your project. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Meredith and Gabe. Mm -hmm. right. Now on to item F4, 118 East Washington. One eighteen East Washington is in the Main Street Historic District. This is a two-story brick commercial Italianate building. It was constructed in 1876. It features segmented arches, stone trim, pilasters, and one over one windows. The first occupant was Ernestine Rome Millinery. The applicant is seeking HDC approval to install a new oval pedestrian scale blade sign mounted on arm brackets measuring approximately three feet one inch wide and um, one foot nine inches tall. The proposed store is for the uh, sign is for the ground floor business and will be placed between the two storefront windows at 118 East Washington Street. Um, it's a little hard to see. Actually, you can't see it at all. But um, <laughs> right around here is uh, a, another sign that the HDC recently approved. It's a small State Farm Insurance sign. Mm -hmm. It's even smaller, uh, much smaller than the one that's proposed here. Um, so that's one of the reasons that the sign, this sign here for this business that has newly moved into this storefront is proposed between the windows sort of centered in the storefront. Usually we ask people to put pedestrian signs by the door, but in this case it would just be, I think, more confusing to the pedestrian. <laughs> um, and this way they're, they're, it will be clear which business is on the left and which one is on the right. Um, this is the area where it would be installed. This is not an original storefront. This is a recreation. Um, imitating what the original storefront looked like, but these are not iron columns. This is all uh, wood construction. And uh, the third mine book sign, it is externally illuminated, very small lights, one on each side. You can see there's an, they come on an arm across the top with lights shining on. The junction box is on the interior of the wall, which I appreciate very much. And um, uh, it is, it's installed in wood, so there's no mortar joints to worry about, and it does meet the maximum size for, um, for such a sign, for such a pedestrian sign. Uh, I have not, I have read to you 2, 9, and 10 already, um, so let me go back here a second, see if I missed anything. 
it's 4.5 square feet total. This is 4.35, go with theirs, not ours. Um, 4.5 is the maximum size for pedestrian signs. So staff does believe that this sign is appropriate and meets the standards and guidelines and should be approved. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Thatcher. Commissioner Willis and Kihano, will you give us your review committee reports? Um, it's very straightforward application and the placement of this sign will make it easier to determine which is the doorway entrance for which business. I was just going to add that there was this other sign there, but Jill did that for me, so <laughs> no additional comments. <laughs> Thank you. All right, would the applicant please unmute your microphone? Um, turn on your video if possible and provide your name and address for the record. And Kevin, it looks like you're muted. Unmute. Okay, I'm back. Hello. <laughs> Again. Yeah, my name is Kevin Shore with Johnson Sign Company in Ypsilanti, Michigan. And uh, yeah, we're, we were proposing this sign, uh, and we find this the sign pretty cute <laughs> and uh, appropriate for the store and everything around it. So I think uh, I think it's a good fit, and uh, everybody will like it. Thank you. Uh, any questions for the applicant, commissioners? Nope. Commissioner Kihana. Uh, uh, hi, Kevin. Uh, just a clarification question. So it looks like in the rendering of the street view where there's a, a pickup truck in the foreground, um, it, it looks like the intent is that the mounting plate of the sign will fit between, like kind of in the recessed portion of that uh, recreated column. Wood column. Is that correct? Yeah, it'll fit uh, right over it. Um, it's very narrow between the we call the the two architectural mullions or whatever. Like it looks like an H or. Yeah, there's like a recessed portion, right? So the sides yeah. kind of stick out. Yeah. No, it has to be the width of that beam, the size of the beam. The full width. Not the size between two windows, but just between those two, uh, you know, recessed, it goes over the recessed area, flush with each side. Okay, but then your, the, um, your anchors are going through, is it size so that they're going through the mid re recessed section, or are they still size yeah. to go through the? Yeah, so they're showing, uh, four or two, let's say four of them. So yeah, it'll be um, right where, yeah, just like it shows you the plate has the uh, uh, one on each side, but we can pull it in a little closer. As long as we have four attachments is what it needs to have, yes. Okay. All right, so the plate is spanning that full width, but. That's okay. correct, yeah. All right, thank you. Okay. Any other questions? I will now open the public hearing for this item at 118 East Washington. Uh, just a reminder, public comment can be made by calling 877-853-5247. Uh, do we have any callers for this application? I don't show any callers. Okay. We'll close the public hearing portion. Is there a commissioner that would like to make a motion? Commissioner Willis. 
I move that the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 118 East Washington Street, a contributing property in the Main Street Historic District, to install a new oval pedestrian scale blade sign measuring three feet, one inch in width, and one foot, nine and three eighths inches in height, mounted in wood between two storefront windows as proposed. The work is compatible in exterior design, arrangement, texture, material, and relationship to the rest of the building and the surrounding area, and meets the Ann Arbor Historic District design guidelines for signs and pedestrian scale signs, and the Secretary of the Interior standards for rehabilitation and guidelines for rehabilitating historic buildings, in particular standards 2, 9, and 10, and the guidelines for storefronts. Second. Moved by Commissioner Willis, seconded by Commissioner White. Is there any discussion on the motion? Um, I think the only comment or question that I had maybe for Kevin was um, back to Commissioner Quijano's uh, clarification on the um, how the sign is being mounted and where the attachment points are. I think you know, looking at the the size is three eighth inch diameter. I'm not sure what the those um, narrow um, you know I guess details are the the wood kind of H form on that column. I think if, if that could be avoided to be drilled in and go in between to, toward the flat portion, that would, I think, probably be preferred if, if it looks like there may be some additional, that there's not going to be enough material, essentially, for the, the screw points. Um, that's really my, my only comment, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's fine as long as we get four, and it still keeps the beam structure right uh, yeah I could see that there, there may be some a need for some additional blocking or something you know behind Correct. that yes. plate um, right yeah there will be blocking if we have to uh, anchor in the center or avoiding the end of the sides will we definitely will add blocking to it yes okay other than that I think everything is is very straightforward right all of those in favor of the motion, please say yes. 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 All of yes. those opposed, please say no. All right, your motion carries. Um, the application thank has been- Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Um, and just, have a good evening. Thank you, you too. Just note that you must re submit for permits before beginning your project. Right. Thank you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Now on to item F5, 211 Crest Avenue. Two Eleven Crest is in the Old West Side Historic District. This is a two-story end gable house with stucco on the first floor, vinyl on the second, full-width hip front porch with low stucco walls, three over one windows. According to Polk City Directory, the house was first occupied in 1921 by Agatha Steep, the widow of Israel G. and uh, Elmer J. Steep and Clara K. Steep, uh, who was a clerk at Mack and Company, were boarders. This is on the east side of Crest Avenue, just south of West Washington Street. And the applicant is seeking HCC approval to convert an existing screen porch 
into a fully enclosed conditioned room. The porch is underneath a cantilevered second floor addition. This is a pretty recent one too. It just um, was, was constructed a couple of years ago, I think. Um, it's, con it's conversion will not change the current footprint of the building and will add 128 square feet of floor area. Um, it, this, uh, this work will not, um, will not increase the footprint or the floor area beyond the 50% uh, guidelines. Let's see. Oh, hang on. Here is the side of the house. You guys may recall this. Um, I'm not sure exactly when the application was from, but it's pretty recent. Maybe the applicant can tell us when it's his turn to talk. This is finished space up here. Down here is a is a screen porch that's um, basically you know a ground level screen porch. It's got a door on this side by the driveway. Um, here's some more photos. It's got screen windows on the back. And then there's a little vestibule on the side here with another door going out uh, into the backyard. The uh, application is um, to basically, uh, these are the original drawings that were approved by the commission in 2017. The proposal is to basically glass in the openings that are currently screened. So we've got two pairs of windows here. Um, we've got three across the back. It's sort of a, an awkward opening size, it looks like, so they've put a larger than usual sort of million in between there. And then we've got three windows on the back here near the existing back door. This is the extent of the exterior work. There's probably more that they'll have to do from the interior, um, but these are Marvin Essentials. Uh, I believe that it's a clad window. Um, they have screens and store, or they have screens that go with them. Um, it's really, really straightforward. Um, the, uh, oops, sorry, I just popped out of it by mistake. The Secretary of Interior standards that apply, I've already read to you, are numbers one, two, nine, and ten. And um, really, most of the uh, building and addition guidelines talk about additions and adding more floor area. This is already uh, limited by the existing structure, um, and it's certainly inconspicuous and, and uh, an appropriate size. So staff does think it meets all of the guidelines and standards and recommends approval of the application. Thank you. Thank you. Commissioners Willis and Kihano, will you give us your review committee report? Uh, sure, yeah. Um, it, I was trying to find one of the photos, but it's pretty deep set front yard and even deeper driveway that would lead you to this portion of the property that um, the work is proposed on. And even then, the, the way that the existing screen porch is detailed and built, um, the corner that maybe you would catch a glimpse of from the public right away is relatively solid already. Um, so I don't think there would be a change in the public's perception of that. Um, part of the property and um, that's an, ad an addition anyway, correct? So, yep. Um, so I don't think there'd be any detraction from original material. Commissioner Willis? I agree 100%. Okay. Right, would the applicant please unmute your microphone and your video is already on. If you have, state your name and address for the record and if you have anything you'd like to add to the staff report or review committee report, please do so. Hello, Justin Kolich, Ann Arbor Remodeling. Did you say address too? Yes. Project or company? Um, company. 251 Jack Jackson Plaza, Suite A5, Ann Arbor, 4103. 
Do you have anything you'd like to add to the staff report? I don't. It's pretty straightforward. Okay. If you guys have any questions for me, I'm happy to answer them. Any questions, commissioners? Commissioner Rackley? Are you, hi, Justin. Um, are, are you leaving the uh, lattice that's right now where the skirt is, or are you making a change to the skirt? We're removing it and reinstalling it. Okay. And, okay. Any other questions? Okay. I'll now open the public hearing for this item. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes about the application at 211 Crest Avenue. If you have, if you'd like to speak, please electronically raise your hand by pressing star nine on your phone. believe we have any callers indicating okay we'll close the public hearing portion is there a commissioner that would like to make a motion on this application I'd be happy to if Jill could give me her hard copy because <laughs> I can't open the file <laughs> I move that the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 211 Crest Avenue, a contributing property in the Old West Side Historic District, to enclose the screen porch on the first floor as proposed. The work is compatible in exterior design, arrangement, texture, material, and relationship to the rest of the building and the surrounding area, and meets the Secretary of the Interior standards for rehabilitation and guidelines for rehabilitating historic buildings, in particular standards 1, 2, 9, and 10, and the guidelines for building site and the Ann Arbor Historic District design guidelines for additions. Second. Moved by Commissioner Fortner, seconded by Commissioner White. Is there any discussion on the motion? All we'll go ahead and move to a vote. All of those in favor, please say yes. 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 All of those opposed, please say no. All right, the motion carries. Your application has been approved. Please note that you must apply for any required permits from the city before beginning your project. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks. Justin. Yeah. All right. We are through all the hearings. And on to item what are we? G, new business. I don't believe we have any new business this month. We do not. Okay. Item H, approval of minutes. We received the May 12th minutes. Has everyone had a chance to review those? Everything is good. All right. The minutes are approved as presented. Without objection. Without objection. Thank you. Appreciate that. On to item I, reports from commissioners. Is there any reports from any commissioner? Okay. Item J, assignments. For the Monday, July 11th review committee at 5 p.m. for the Thursday, July 14th meeting. Jessica can't do it. David cannot do it. I'm out. Yep. <laughs> I can do it. Kathy is Kathy's on board. Middle of the row. Yeah. Want to do it again, Bev? Okay. Thank you. We've got Kathy and Beverly. Fantastic. All right, so on to item K, reports from staff. We did not have any no. reports. Okay. 
Was there any activity last month? <laughs> uh, there probably was, but I was out for three right. weeks of it, so I haven't quite caught up with that yet. <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> On to item L, concerns, for, concerns of commissioners. Is there any concerns commissioner would like to share? Not a concern. I mean, we missed Jill on the review committee tour, but meeting Jeff, another planner, was wonderful. So <laughs> you led a great tour, Jim. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. I'll tell him you said so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. On to communications. Um, item N. Uh, None. No communications. And item N, adjournment. I now adjourn the June 9th. Um, yeah, eight Ann Arbor Historic District <laughs> Commission meeting. I know where we are. Guys.